Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Guys, Sean Ross app, Fightful.com, here with a name you know, Ring of Honors, LSG. How you doing, man? What's up, man? Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, we spoke a few months ago. You have a lot going on now. You had a lot going on then. How have things changed just in the last few months for you? Showed up at Ring of Honor again. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Uh, I haven't worked with them since, I think, February. So it was nice to get the call to go, to go back to the tapings and... It was pretty successful, and uh, that's something that right out right off the top yeah. jumped out jumped out to me because last time we spoke, you were not signed there. You were just like, maybe I'll go there, maybe I won't. Has that changed? Are you with the company now? I'm still affiliated with them. I have not signed anything. Still free agent. Just uh, just doing my thing and having having a good time there. So how were those tapings? Again, you, you mentioned you didn't know if you were going to go back. I know that they had like a bubble set up. There were a lot of things going on there. Uh, the tapings were really cool. I think they're doing a great job of keeping everyone safe and making sure that the tapings go as smoothly as possible. I know it's weird to not have fans there, but the setup they have is awesome. And if you've watched it, uh, everyone knows that they've done a great job. And there's just like a whole different level of intensity, just having two guys out there with no crowd. I think, you know, they're doing a good job. Anytime I speak with people on the inside of Ring of Honor, they'll tell me about the changes that have been implemented and the changes that are coming. And I've heard of some pretty big changes that I haven't really put out there yet, but some of them we've seen are the production side of things. Like, it looks completely different than what it used to. Has that required any adjustment on your part as a performer, or are the, are the cameras sort of finding you, so to speak? You know, you still have to look for the cameras, but you're also not looking out to the crowd for that like, affirmation. Yeah. You know, you're, you're more worried about your match. You're more focused on your opponent. And I think that translates to TV. It shows that, you know, we're competitors actually trying to win a match. We're not really out there, like, you know, trying to play to the crowd too much. You had your match with Jay Lethal. Tell me how, how that felt to you, because, I mean, that was – that was a big performance for you. I mean, I think it opened a lot of eyes for people that knew you primarily primarily as a tag team wrestler to have this type of match. It was a it was an opportunity for me to show a different side of, of me. 
Uh, and if you have been following my career, you know that I've been working as a singles competitor outside of ROH sure. for years. I've been doing my thing. So this is kind of my chance to show people what I've been doing outside of ROH. So if you didn't follow my career, this is a good way for you to see what I'm capable of. Everyone thinks I'm just a high flyer and just I can only do tag wrestling. But uh, I pride myself on being a really good technical wrestler. And I think I opened some eyes. We've seen a lot of that, especially of late. And I mean, again, those of you, those that may have come to know you in ROH, if they're seeing like WrestlePro or Synergy or anything like that, they're seeing a lot of singles work out of you and a lot of matches that go in 10, 15, 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. After working in a team for as long as you did, was that an adjustment or was it second nature to you? Well, yeah, because I, I mean, from a conditioning standpoint, it's, it's a little different because you kind of get those breaks working with the team. But um, knowing that I'm switching gears and going back to my roots and just working as a singles wrestler, I knew I had to just up my, my conditioning, especially this year. So during the pandemic, I was just working out like a madman and just making sure that I was prepared. I didn't know if I was going to go back to ROH, but I knew if wherever I did go, I was going to be on my own, not with Coast to Coast. So I needed to be ready physically. Do you still keep in touch with Shaheem? How does that work out? Yeah, we're, we're still close. I, just, I was just talking to him this morning. So he's doing okay. I don't know what's next for him. I, I know he he still has a lot of love for Ring of Honor, so he might pop up there again. Uh, but I know he's – I've been seeing him at the Monster Factory at those events. Yeah, uh, Monster Factory, of course, Danny Cage is always doing great stuff over there. But you were doing some great stuff in Alaska of all places. Please tell me about this trip. Yeah, th- so the last one was fun because we actually did two events. The first two trips, we only did one event each mm-hmm. so this one in september we did two events one was uh, right south right outside of anchorage and the other one was in Soldotna, three hours from anchorage and uh I, i've been telling people that it's a whole different world like covid doesn't exist out there we had <laughs> we had two packed houses it's a little crazy two packed houses no one wearing a mask um oh, all wow. the rest we took care of ourselves we had to get tested to wrestle and, yeah you know, we, we all like kept our distance from the crowd as much as possible but out there, it's just a different world. It kind of felt like 2019 again. And, and I, I know that at one point there, you had a dog collar match. Was that your first dog collar match? It was. It was. So I think like my new gimmick in Alaska is just doing the first of different kinds of matches. I was in the first ladder match. Then I did yeah. the first dog collar match. And then they just announced I'm in the first Singapore cane match, which is coming up in, in April. So... A uh, dog, dog collar match was fun, though. Is also, intense. was the match that you had with Jay, was that your first pure rules match? Because they just recently brought that back to Ring of Honor. Yeah, first first one. So, I mean, I was watching when I was a teenager. I was watching the pure rules matches before they unified the belts. But then I never got a chance to wrestle a pure rules match. And so this is my this is my first time. And I've heard that within Ring of Honor, there's some consideration to having, like, declared divisions, so to speak. Like... If you want to compete and, and go after that pure rules title, you sort of declare what kind of match you're going to have. Pure rules match, standard match, or whatever. Do you think that's going to catch on? Because, I mean, here's the thing. There weren't indies doing a lot of ladder matches before the likes of WWE were doing ladder matches. Could you see independent promotions picking up pure rules matches and sort of creating, I don't want to say a farm system, but creating their, their own division, so to speak? Definitely. And there are a lot of guys out there that could really show off what, the, what they're good at. Like, there's a guy, um, Lee Moriarty. Oh, and, just interviewed him. He's amazing. 
blowing up and like that's the perfect division for him so if he's not going to work in ring of honor one day i think i could see him kind of like spearheading that on the indies and almost like taking that around all the events he does it says no you're gonna wrestle like a pure rules style match whatever they want to call it but i think a lot of guys would be up for that challenge ironically he told me he was supposed to do roh twice this year and uh, the future of honor thing got pulled because of covid and then he couldn't get into the bubble because of a test as well. So, uh, I mean, he is tailor-made for Ring of Honor, as you mentioned. Totally. So, we, I mean, I've noticed, like, ROH, even with you saying you're not under contract, you've been more present on their social media. I mean, PR has been interested in you even more. Like, they, they've seen something in you since, oddly enough, losing you at least... <laughs> What what does that say to you that they're they're behind you a little bit at least more than they were but you're not signed there, right? I think it's I, I'm enjoying it. Um, to me, it's like I've always seen myself as like a hidden gem, something that and, and now they're finally uncovering that and, and and finding out what I've been doing this whole time outside of ROH and like we'll see we'll see maybe they'll offer something maybe they won't and um regardless of the of what happens with the contract situation i'm gonna just do my best there and and try to kill it every time and i'm gonna be debuting my my first pay-per-view match at the final battle so uh i'll look for that too so i mean how how does that make you feel you've been a part of ring of honor for a very long time and now you're you're headed towards final battle their biggest show of the year well what's your mentality going into that and even just the line of thinking of being told, hey, you're wrestling at Final Battle. Yeah. I think in the past, we were, Shaheem and I were just kind of like happy to be there. Yeah. Especially in the, we were just grateful to be around these guys. And I don't think we were really thinking ahead. But now I'm in a different place in my career. And I, now I just want to start checking off goals and actually making a legacy for myself in Ring of Honor. I want people to remember me there. Um, so for me to wrestle at final battle, that's kind of like a next, that's another goal for me to check off. And then it's another step in the right direction for me to, to go after some gold. So uh, one of the, the more interesting, I mean, we had a very interesting interview last time, but you kind of put it out in the lexicon that virtual basement provides nude models of their, of their, uh, characters and even the the guys from virtual basement were like oh my god he was like i probably shouldn't have sent those to people but they thought it was very funny what's the latest you've heard on on virtual basement and and that game right now i think they're just growing, setting up the the gaming system they're developing all the 3d models for the wrestlers because it right now the roster is huge oh yeah i didn't i didn't think it would be that that big but it looks like it's going to be a really big roster um, I don't know. I, I should check in with them soon. And I know we're, we're scheduling some mocap soon. So I'll be part of that. Nice. I'll get to do, I'm, I'm also going to be doing some mocap for some other wrestlers who, who can't make it. So, I mean, that's got to feel good too, that they trust in you to accurately emulate, not just the way that you do things when you're, you're in the ring, but the way that other people do things. That says a lot about your versatility. Yeah. Should be a lot of fun. I, I've seen other guys do like the 2k mocap and I'm like dying to try it. Have you gotten it's any a lot of work? Oh yeah, I mean it's those are long days too. Have you gotten any feedback from Ring of Honor about this game? Have they said anything to you about it? I know you're not under a deal right now, so they can't really say anything. But 
No, but it's funny because when I, I, I remember... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Back. Before the I think I was in Nashville, and I had all these people asking me about it because I was one of the first guys announced yeah. for the game. And there was like a buzz in the locker room about it. And I think Virtual Basement was almost wanted me and PJ Black to kind of go around and send out feelers to people. Yeah. So we were going around telling people about the game, and it got, a lot of people were interested. Well, I don't know how many Ring of Honor guys are going to be involved. I don't know if it's they're allowed to. Yeah. But I know people are interested because, like, I mean, it's not going to be a Ring of Honor game coming out. So if there's a, an opportunity to get into this one, I think people are going to jump at it. Were you big into the games when you were growing up, like wrestling games specifically? Um, I mean, I was big into, like, the SmackDown games. Sure. I, I missed the boat on, like, the N64 era. I, I've gone back and, like, played them. You know, I, I made sure to get – no mercy and i've played those but like uh i grew up on on the smackdown games smackdown know your role just bring it oh yeah the ones i grew up on that was a good era here comes the pain and all that where you could jump out of helicopters and all kinds of crazy stuff like that was like my christmas treat like that's the one thing i wanted every christmas just to get my smackdown game and and, and play it (laughs) yeah and and to me like they one of the reasons Virtual Basement started the wrestling code was because there needed to be a shift. And we are seeing a major shift in wrestling gaming right now between them, between AEW, between even Retromania Arcade that's coming out. Like, there's a lot of options that, quite frankly, we have not had in the past. Because I, I, like you, I would look forward to this stuff every year. Yeah, I mean, and, and the, the cool thing is it's opportunities for more guys to be seen on that level. Because before it was just WWE knows it. Now you've got the chance to have independent stars show up in a video game. And that's a game changer. That's huge. So we haven't just seen you come back to Ring of Honor. We've seen some familiar faces. We've seen some new faces. We've seen EC3 pop up. We've seen Mike Bennett come back. What are your thoughts on this? Because, I mean, you're, you're very much a free agent. EC3 has been pretty out there saying, you know what? I think I'm going to wait a while before I dedicate to anything long-term. How are you viewing this new influx of talent in the ring of honor? I think it's exciting. Uh, A guy like Mike Bennett, we never got to cross paths. So I, like I basically joined ROH as he was leaving. So we never got a chance to work with each other. Uh, And even a guy like EC3, I've never, I've never been in the same place with him besides the last taping. So it's, it's cool to just see different faces come through. And even if they're not there a long time or if they are a long time, it's, it's, just, it's nice to change things up. Um, I think Ring of Honor has got an awesome roster right now. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and they're they're adding to it. Like, I think a lot of people wouldn't have expected a guy like EC3 to be there. But when a lot of those releases happened, people said, oh, well, who should go where? Two of the first ones I thought of were, I, I think Matt Cardona and EC3 should go to Ring of Honor. Because they're a little bit different. But they provide something, they provide something different. And I think that's important in a show like this. When When you see that and you see these different elements of entertainment come in... What does that do to you? Does that make you adjust? Does that make you bear down on what you're you're great at? How does that work for you? I think it elevates you because these guys are very credible. You know, they 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 come with a lot of, um, I guess, I want to say prestige, and you know, they've done a lot in their careers. So as soon as they show up, they kind of elevate everybody around them. I think, and I'm, I would just keep doing my own thing, but knowing that being around these guys is going to be better, and it's also going to push me to to work harder. So I've started a new thing in all my interviews where I specifically ask the subject to say nice things about individuals. And I don't even necessarily know who they'll be or if you'll have anything nice to say. I mean, Shotzi Blackheart just said the nicest thing she could say about Robert Stone was that he made a satisfying sound when she ran over him with a tank. So, I I mean, you never never know how that'll work out. So I'm going to throw some names at you. Uh, the the last Ring of Honor match that you had before you uh, took some time off, Eli Isom. He's a sweet kid. Um, <laughs> you know, he he's not really very tough, but uh, he he's a really nice, sweet kid. Um, he doesn't have the balls to really like you know fight me like a man, but he's a sweet kid. That was nice. That was pretty nice. Uh, how about Danhausen? Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend's laughing downstairs. Listen to this. <laughs> Dan, I mean, there, there's got to be nice things to say about Danhausen. He he respects the power of money. I like his makeup. Okay. I like the makeup. That's all we got for Danhausen. He's so. It's a nice. That's he. He does. He puts a lot of work into the makeup. Looks nice. Fair, fair. Okay, Silas Young, a guy that you've been in the ring with a lot. He doesn't smell as bad as I thought he would. <laughs> I think that I get the feeling that Silas Young would know a lot of like natural, like he would <laughs> he would own a lot of natural soaps. You know what I mean? Like he probably makes his own soap. I don't know if he uses soap, but. Yeah, he doesn't smell as bad as I thought he would. Just a natural musk, I guess. Uh, a cheeseburger. Ah, oh, cheeseburger. Okay, um, let's see. <laughs> Cheeseburger's one of my best friends. Um, he's pretty jacked for 140 pounds. There you go. <laughs> uh, here we go. Beer City Bruiser. Um, let's see. Um, not as scary as Brian Malonis, but he's a scary dude. Okay, I'll send this right over to Brian Malonis then. <laughs> Let's see, Brian Malonis. Um, actually, the one of the sweetest guys I know, but he'll never admit it. He'll he'll never say nice things to me on Twitter. Wow, I know deep down he's a nice guy. Well, we got some people that we got somebody deep down that isn't a nice guy. Bully Ray. 
Oh, Bully Ray. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, I got something nice to say about him. He put me down on that through that table so oh so gently. <laughs> that was that's how they killed me off in March or February. Or oh man. And and we got a couple names that I know that you've worked with that have went on to do some AEW work. Anthony Bowens. Um <laughs> Okay. Bowens is a great guy. Um uh, the best laugh in the business. He does have I don't a good know. one. He has got a good laugh. I don't know if he's fully unleashed it yet on uh, Dark, but when you hear the real Anthony Bowen's laugh, the giggle, it'll change your life. I get the feeling. I've seen him do some over-the-top reactions on Dark. I don't know if I've heard him uncork the laugh, though, but he, he's working with Max Caster. It's going to come. It's going to happen. Yeah, if you talk to him again, or I don't know if you've interviewed him, ask yes. him for the Make him laugh. Okay. And then... Griff Garrison, who I know you worked with last year, he's popped up a lot on AEW. Yeah. Uh, Griff Garrison, uh, he's got some great dance moves. Really? Yes. Check out I think his, his TikTok and his Instagram. I, you know what? I don't follow him on either one of those. I need to do that. Yeah. Interesting. Man. Uh, a couple more. How about the Motor City Machine Guns? Ooh, the best tag team I've ever been in the ring with. Really? I mean, they they reinvigorated my love for tag team wrestling. To be honest with you, and I got one for you. This one's this one's gonna be random. But I noticed when I was looking up stuff for you last time we did an interview, you wrestled wrestled Slick Wagner Brown, who used yeah. to be a go to for me in the old EWR games, Extreme Warfare Revenge simulators he was always super high rated on those one of the smartest minds in the business that people don't realize that guy is like a genius when it comes to putting the matches together man he's I, does it surprise you that he's not working somewhere as like a producer or an agent yes it definitely is i know he's got his his promotion in his school but i would love to see him working somewhere uh for tv and some well, of that Reminder, guys, you can check out Ring of Honor every week. You can check it out on Honor Club. You, they make it very easy to watch Ring of Honor. And, of course, we have Final Battle coming up on December 18th on pay-per-view. LSG, let the people know where else they can find you. Check me out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Leon San Giovanni. The handle's the same all across the board. Um, yeah, actually, I've been trying to game more, so nice. add me on PlayStation Network, too. LS Giovanni. So get at me. Guys, make sure you check that out. Make sure you check out Ring of Honor. LSG really, really showing us what he can do as far as singles goes. Not just in Ring of Honor, but in Wrestle Pro, in Synergy. Make sure you check those out too. A couple of great promotions. LSG, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, man. Until next time, guys, we're out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.